Hey, thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening. This is another Women on Wednesday. We joined on this by Maddie from Top Rope Squishy. You can always watch the video version on our YouTube, youtube.com slash we L-U-V wrestling. But we talk to the international Swiss superstar, Michelle Green. We talk about her love for wrestling, her passion for wrestling, how she quit her job at a top supermarket in Switzerland, started making her way west, going to many different places, and ended up in the United States training under Dr. Tom Pritchard. Thunder Rosa, Jazz, and many more. We have a great conversation here. She is in Switzerland when this conversation happened, but we thank her for doing this and we can't wait to watch her journey. And thank y'all for always listening. You're not here, you're missing out. Is this show? Hi, I'm the international Swiss sensation, Michelle Green. And if I love wrestling, and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. Welcome to Women on Wednesday. Today, well, you can see her over here. You see who we have? You may not know her, but we have Michelle Green. She's an international superstar. She is the international Swiss sensation. She has been in a few places in America, if you've been watching, you know, popping up, having matches with people. We want to talk to her about it. So welcome to the show today, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me, Trey. Thank you for coming on. Um, so before we get started, the first question that we always ask just to find out is why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? Yes. Um, I started like knowing about wrestling when um like a long time ago there was i used to watch bachelor and wrestling used to be on afterwards so that's when i knew about it but i fell in love with wrestling when i read about cesaro winning the u.s championship actually and then i just watched it over a weekend and dove into it so this is like uh circa 2015 and um it was also the time that the women's evolution at wwe was happening i would like work out at home and uh, watch wrestling and it would just get me really motivated to see these like Amazon warrior queens fighting and um, yeah that's how it all started so you brought up a name I was going to ask about it because you're a swish sensation Cesaro um, you started <laughs> watching would he be like one of your favorite people to watch um I He's more like a person that inspired me, but there's um, other wrestlers that I focus more on. Um, like I really like Charlotte Flair, I like The Miz, uh, Seth Rollins, um, Jeff, Jericho. Those are, I think, like my top five that I love watching um, a lot, as well as Thunder Rosa, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Miz guy, so I have to ask you, what's one of your favorite <laughs> Miz moments? Mm. I used to love him and Damien Sandow together um, okay. also. <laughs> and um, really just like even um, when I was in Knoxville recently, we got tickets to go to Monday Night Raw. And just when he comes out and he's like, <laughs> um, like I'm arrested, but I'm also a fan, of course, because right. you got to love what you do and I definitely do. And um, he's just, uh, when the camera goes on, He's, uh, he shines. So you started 
watching wrestling 2015 you get into it you also mm-hmm. say the name you said uh thunder rosa is one of your inspiration she's one of the people who tra- who, who trains you right help train you yes um so i started training in switzerland about three years ago because um a friend really pushed me it was like on new year's eve and we have like this type of like fortune cookie prophecies and she like made them and mine was like uh cat is finally gonna go to uh wrestling training because i just moved to zurich in switzerland which is actually where i'm calling from right now um and that's where there is a wrestling school because before where i was living there it truly wasn't and so I went to the first class and then I just fell in love with it. <laughs> and then it just, uh, it's been skyrocketing ever since with the passion that I have for wrestling. And um, I did a different bunch of stations before ending up in Texas. So I also trained in Germany with WXW. Um, and I spent three months training in Mexico because when I decided to pursue wrestling full time, the US wasn't available or accessible from Switzerland. And um, I knew a bunch of luchadors. I had been to Mexico before, and it's great to like come to a nation where wrestling is like their top three sports, whereas here is like not even the top 500, you know? <laughs> and uh, really fantastic fans. And um, I had a friend there who knew Thunder Rosa, and he said that she was training in Texas and that she had a group of women that she was training together with Jazz and Rodney Mack at the Dog Pound Dojo. And so I ended up making my way up there and training with them. And uh, as as always, um, it's very special to find like a group of women that can train together because there's unfortunately not as many in comparison to men. So it's usually like wherever you go, there's like one female in a class, maybe two. And um, there's still a lot of waves or like ways to be paved. And Thunder Rust is definitely at the forefront with Mission Pro. I would help out backstage. And uh, it's just, yeah, very inspiring to see um, people pioneering and making wrestling a better place. Because that's also what I aspire to do, than just to grow as a performer, but also to grow the industry, to make it bigger, to make it better. So, yes, those are things that are near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Okay, so I was um, looking online, and you let me know if this is true or not. They said mm-hmm. your career goal was to make a living as a wrestler, so that yes. your permanent job is just to be wrestling out. That's mm-hmm. a big love right there. Um, yes. And you just said you're in Zurich, Switzerland right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you come back and forth from Switzerland to America? How, how does that work? Um, um, so I quit my job as a marketing manager in Switzerland in December of 2020. And um, since then I've been just traveling and educating myself in wrestling. I'm currently home for weddings of two close friends of mine because what I find when you um, watch interviews with wrestlers that have a lot of experiences that they say that they've missed a lot of important life moments of their loved ones. So I'm trying to balance (laughs) those different parts of my life. And right now I'm going to be here in May and June, and I hope to return to train some more in the U.S. in summer. Okay. So December 2020, you said you quit your job there. Yes. That takes a lot to quit a job and just go after your passion. Um, 
How did that moment feel for you? Oof, it was definitely not easy. It was like something that was building up inside of me and I was I just felt like with the pandemic it it made like life seem much shorter. So that I thought, well, like if life is short then I wanna do what I want and I decided to invest my savings into going after my passion because this is not like uh doing a pilgrimage like you can't do it later you have to do it now right <laughs> and um it's not like maybe painting or some other things that aren't as like time sensitive and uh yeah i just i found myself always torn between work and wrestling and i felt like i wasn't doing either justice um so then i decided for what at the time i like better and i have a degree in uh, business economics a master's degree actually and I worked in marketing so I do try obviously to put that in use um, and I care a lot about the part of professional wrestlers so I always try to um, be the best business associate for any promotions possible too. Now I just want because I know you speak five languages and yes. you have a degree and everything what was the job that you had? I was working as a marketing manager for like uh, the biggest supermarket chain that we have in Switzerland. And I was in charge of dried meats. So like beef jerky was uh, one of the main categories that I was in charge of and salami and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes, that you was the manager. I've always actually worked in food. Um, I have like five years that I worked in marketing for food. Um, beef jerky, coffee, potato chips. Um, yeah, and now I've been three years on a meal plan because in this case, food is fuel. And um, yeah, the 30 cookbooks that I have have not been put to use as much <laughs> for the typical broccoli, chicken and rice and this type of deal, so. I just like, that's one of the biggest things to me that you quit that job to go after you. Your, your passion for wrestling and that right that stands out to me more than anything else because a lot of people wouldn't take that leap of faith that you did but you have confidence in yourself to say hey i'm putting everything on me i'm, I'm gonna go with this and you use your life savings to start making some of your dreams happen and you made it to texas to train at the dog pound dojo uh we're talking about thunder roses so i got to bring in uh, mm -hmm. Maddie's here. I got to bring in Maddie. She's a Thunder Rosa Mark. Um, that I said that she's gonna be like, Oh my god, Thunder! Um, mm -hmm. so Maddie, top rope squishy, thank you for joining us. Uh, I've been here, we've been talking, you know. Hey, um, Maddie. A quick break here for y'all. Make sure, make sure you subscribe to Top Rope Squishy on YouTube, youtube.com slash Top Rope Squishy. Make sure you follow all that Maddie does on Mondays or Tuesdays. She's giving you the Top Rope Squishy, uh, Squishy, Squishtradamus predictions. And then on Thursday, she goes live with her AEW recap show, always with special guests, a tight little wave for you to make sure you subscribe to her. But let's get right back into this because it's Maddie's time. Michelle, how are you? Good. Lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry that I'm late. Um, as you know, having been a marketing manager, I'm in marketing myself. It is a nightmare. So, <laughs> yeah, especially then, like on right before the weekend, can be tricky. 
Yes, because everybody's trying to get everything done. They think you're magic workers. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, uh, before I jump into the whole Thunder Rosa thing, because I definitely had that as one of my questions, I am a Thunder Rosa mark. Um, it's so interesting to me um, that you went from being a marketing manager and doing all this stuff to jumping into wrestling. Um, how scary was that? Or was that was that like an overnight decision? Was this something that you were thinking about for a long time? I mean, um, I think once I went to Mexico for like a week in November 2020, I was already when I was at the airport, I was telling my parents, like, I'm going to be back and I'm going to be back for longer. And my mom at time was like, don't quit your day job. <laughs> I was like, oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> and uh, so I spent like a month thinking about it very thoroughly and looking into it. And first, like the commitment that I made to myself is um, that I was going to go for three months to Mexico because it just felt like a time horizon that could be manageable. Right. And um then once I was like close to making the decision, I was like, let's say 85, 90% until like my parents and my closest friends. Um, so like maybe less than 10 people told them, okay, last chance. <laughs> if you want to stop me, this is your last chance. And yes, a bunch of <laughs> called me, um, but didn't change my mind because I think you have to bet on yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, then why shouldn't anybody else? And if you want 100% of the return on invest, you have to be willing to go all in. And I'm also very aware that I'm super privileged that I have these savings and um, have grown up in the atmosphere that I've grown up to be able to chase this dream. Um, but nonetheless, it does take a lot of um, guts <laughs> to go oh, for it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I probably missed the beginning of, I'm sure Trey asked you, how did you find out that you wanted to be a wrestler like what what like I just like what's is this something that you always wanted to do or is this I know no I got into it um I've been training for three years now and but once I started it went just exponentially up and more and more and more um I had the injury at the beginning um and Throughout it, I always went to practice. I worked on my character a lot, so I got a, a lot of reps on that. And um, yeah, just uh, has been mounting all to this. And then throughout when I was training, I always knew like it's just getting to the first match. Just, just right. got to get there. And then once I got my, um, when I was in Mexico, I got my golden wrestling boots and I would put them like every morning that I would wake up and I could see them from my bed. And I was like, I'm coming for you. I'm going to lift you up. <laughs> and then it just, um, yeah, I was just waiting to get ready for that first match. And uh, I ended up moving to Knoxville, Tennessee, to train with Dr. Tom Pritchard too, because I felt like throughout my training, I'd never um formally been taught the foundation in wrestling and that I needed that that maybe that was was missing to like glue everything together so to say and it was and so um, now I'm at about 30 matches so I've been doing like two to three shows when I'm in the U.S. per week and wow. um yeah it can definitely tell that it's uh yeah, I, I obviously I'm progressing and improving and uh strive to be the best wrestler that I can be that's excellent. So, 
That's excellent. And you speak five languages. I know he asked you, but I mm -hmm. have to I have to know what five languages. Yes, I speak Swiss German, German, English, Spanish, French, and I'm learning Italian because my hubby speaks Italian. He's from Rome. That's and, amazing. Uh, yeah. What do you do to learn these languages? Like what do you how do you go about what programs do you use or mm, so I grew up with Swiss German and German. Then I used to sing a lot, so English was always something that I gravitated towards. I lived in Spain as a child for four years, so that's how I picked that up. Even though actually now, when um, I used to have a Spanish accent, having lived three months in Mexico, and then of course I have a lot of Mexican acquaintances and friends uh, from the United States, um, now I'm being told that I'm Mexican or that I have a Mexican accent. A little. <laughs> so it has actually evolved quite <laughs> a bit. Ask, um, like, where are you from, if you don't mind me yeah. asking? So, where are you from? From Switzerland. From Switzerland. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And um, Italian, I've been learning with um, Babbel. It's like an app. So I'm trying to learn vocab and uh, trying to sweet talk my man. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Very inspiring because I've always wanted to learn like <laughs> language. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. In a romantic language, <laughs> like Italian, right? Um, so now we'll get to Thunder Rosa because I was mm -hmm. like, oh my goodness, she's been trained by some really big people like Jazz and Thunder. So how did this come about? Like, how did you? come about to work in the dojo um, meeting Thunder Jazz? So I trained for three months in Mexico, but over time I felt that the style that I currently preferred the most to gravitate the most towards is the American style. And I talked to a friend of mine and he knew Thunder Rosa and he arranged a video call and um, she just told me to come. And I was like, you know, this sounds good. I'm just going to give it a shot. I'm very optimistic sometimes maybe naive or blue-eyed but um yeah it's just sometimes you have to have uh, balls and try things and so i went to texas and um joined the dog bound dojo and um they definitely helped me focus a lot on how to perform like towards the camera to give me more basics about um american style of wrestling also with joe galley being there from the nwa he um like about presentation of yourself about public speaking um improvising under stress um they have definitely um taught me a lot and i went um, back to texas um over wrestlemania weekend now in dallas because um i wanted to rub elbows and to network and also to see the show too <laughs> and um i helped backstage for both the doc pod dojo show and the mission pro as well as three other shows so um it was uh not a lot of sleep but a lot of lessons learned and um, a lot of lovely people that i've managed to meet and it's good, you know, especially when you're like in the beginning of your career, meeting people is definitely something that helps your career, right? Like mm -hmm. you meet the right people, the right doors. And, and like the, over time you, you keep on meeting the same people that have a similar work ethic or grind as you, I would say. And so um, it's valuable to talk to them and 
learned about things that you haven't learned yet because not everybody needs to like run into the same walls. That's why possibly so agreed. If someone can give you advice where you don't have to make the same mistakes and you can just, you know, move Mm -hmm. past that, that's an excellent leeway to getting to your goals. Mm -hmm. So you've had over 30 matches or about 30 matches now. What has been the biggest challenge um, as you've been, you know, progressing? Um, I think you just always continue to push yourself. And um, with Dr. Tom Pritchard, I have a fantastic coach, review all of my matches to see what I can improve on. And of course, you could pick apart every match. um, But what I really appreciate about his guidance is that he will give you like the main pointers of the things that you need to work on. Um, Because like, if you were given a list of 100 things to work on, then you'd be like, right. That's a bunch, no, <laughs> and I'm sure there is a hundred things. Um, but he will just uh, point out in that direction, and that gives you direction to work on. And over time, as you evolve, you also get um, different competitors, more experienced ones, and different uh, sizes and shapes. Um, so, for example, I wrestled um, Freya the Slayer at OVW. And um, she's like one or two heads taller than me. So, of course, I had to like rethink how could I proceed to beat her? Because in the end, that's the goal. And that's what propels you forward is those wins. That's right. Um, So you've been doing this for a couple of years now. And what has been your favorite part about being a wrestler? Um. I think what tugs at my heartstrings actually when you have like little girls come up to you and they're like, oh, I want to be a wrestler ever since I saw you come out. Those are like the intangibles. And um, yeah, that's just really the greatest feeling. And um, just the whole performance. I've always loved to entertain. Like I used to sing uh, with bands. Um, I used to be in like public speaking teams in my school. And so it's uh, just really (laughs) coming together and I I enjoy seeing the progress, yes. That's excellent. Um, You know, as you're growing, you learn all kinds of new things and, you know, and other things will probably become your favorite part about being a wrestler as, you know, the years come across. But I think that is very sweet to have little girls look up to you, inspirational. You know, women weren't always seen as wrestlers. They were really, you know, popcorn matches, which sucks, you know, to to have been viewed that way. But we are a different breed this, you know, this time around. Yes, and I also really enjoy, um, you can say a lot about Twitter and I'm myself, I'm always a bit like more, reserved on that, but I appreciate it also as a platform amongst other wrestlers. Like I remember like one or two weeks ago, somebody like a other female wrestler shared and she's like, um, women don't mind wrestling males. Like that's not a reason not to have a woman wrestler on. Um, or they talk about like how hard it is to find other women for matches or having promoters be like, well, do you have somebody you can bring? Um, this type of stuff or that there's just like one woman match on a card Um, when we've seen like um, with Mission Pro with um, other all female events that 
it's entertaining as hell. So it like is. you don't have to limit yourself with numbers. Like it's true. So and it, there's it's still true. a lot of growth and evolving that can be done. And if there's I anything agree. that I can add to it, I definitely want to. Um, so yeah. Yes, I, I think it's definitely a lot uh, that's being changed for the better. I hope. Yeah, my favorite promotion is guilty of only posting a one woman match live. So there's definitely improvements. Which is it? AEW. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Thunder's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they it's definitely they they have to work on that. Um, it's a complaint amongst even the fans. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. Look at Trey's face. There's many <laughs> talented female wrestlers um, to build up rosters to have um, all different kinds of level of um, matches, stories portrayed in the shows. Um, we had at OVW last week, there was a like a women-centered episode where there was, I think, three women's matches in two hours. Um, so, yeah. It can be done, and it should be done. You know what I mean? So we're going to keep shouting at Tony Khan. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see what happens. Are you guys trying um, to improve over there, Tony? You know, keep doing your thing. Yes. Uh, yes. No, I'm no. so excited to see Thunder Rosa against Serena Deep, too. Yes. That's, that is going to be wild. They are both beasts in the ring. <laughs> Oh my God, yeah, uh, that's pretty exciting for me. So <laughs> anything Thunder Rosa involved, I'm always uh, front and center. <laughs> um, so who has been your toughest uh, opponent to date, would you say? I think uh, I had Dream Girl Ellie in February and it was my first, like, I think it was like my match number 10 or so. So it was the first in front of like 800 people. Yeah. Um, it was taped, commentated. So that was definitely a big one. And then uh, my first match at OVW being on live TV, uh, definitely against uh, Ari Alexander. It was also a milestone for me because it was one of my goals for this year is to appear on national US TV. And um, so it's already, I mean, now we're in May, but at the time it was only in April and I knew of other wrestlers that had gone and they had their one shot and they didn't get called back. So I was really like, <laughs> I was like, don't mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and they have called back ever since. So um, yeah, it's been really enjoyable and a whole different um learning experience to be on live tv and uh, i mean yeah you know how it is like at one point there's another program coming on so <laughs> i get it i understand um yeah and I, I totally understand but i feel like from here you can you can only go up you know yeah so, and you you're obviously dedicated i mean you walked away from you know a job that's a career to follow a dream and i I commend you for that because a lot of people, like Trey said, they they won't, you know, out of fear of, you know, probably failure or not having, you know, that steady source of income. So mm -hmm. that's very inspiring for people like myself. <laughs> and like sometimes I also have um, friends of me write me and they say they wish they could. Like you can, but it's up to you. 
and um, if you want to go for it. But it's also okay. Like there's all different kinds of ways that we can all add and make wrestling more fun, bigger. Um, like it takes all of us. It takes a, a village, right. and um, you need everyone A to C. Like I'm, I always make an effort to talk to everybody once I get to a venue because. Like if there's nobody selling concessions, maybe some of the audience are going to be like, yeah, I remember that show was a good show, but I was starving as hell. Going back there. So like, just think about those things. They're like, when like, I, I've been to a wrestling show and they ran out of water, like uh, very soon into the show. And it was a long show. What? Um, yeah, that's not good. And like, I'm not trying, like I'm on a very strict diet for all of this, but also I just like, when I'm thirsty, I want one. <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, how do you run? And there wasn't. I'm like, well, okay, there's some things to be improved on. Like, it takes uh, <laughs> That's everything. a basic necessity, water. <laughs> yeah, so, um, oh, like, Lord. it takes all volunteers. Um, like, there's so many moving parts in wrestling. Like, I also, um, like, when... I'm also like always reading on social media. Um, I've been following you guys for like, I think over half a year or over a year too. And I really enjoy like people like putting together clips and putting the time in because there's such a huge wrestling world out of there. So how cool is it to <laughs> share like some things that you like that you might not otherwise see. And like, I've seen people um, create interesting combinations or technical things in ring that I've seen like on social media. I was like, hmm, I'm going to try that. And then sometimes it fits, sometimes it doesn't fit to you. Um, and then you might, that's how, that also helps you evolve. So there's uh, so many fun different ways to get interested. That's excellent. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get into the wrestling interviews until Trey reached out to me. I'm always so grateful to him for giving me an opportunity. <laughs> but there are so many aspects of it. You have the advertisement side. You have this podcasting, interviewing wrestlers, getting their name out there. You know, there is marketing that, you know, people do. for those. So you're right. It does take a complete village. So mm -hmm. I agree. And this is my last question for you. And it's because I, mm -hmm. I really love your gear. Um, how did you pick out your wrestling gear? Like, how did that come around about? Um, so at first I had, uh, well, I, I just, and you kind of had like the boots set that they needed to be gold. <laughs> um, I just, I gravitate towards gold and shiny things. Um, I might not be like super girly otherwise. Like, I've always done like more like soccer or like I, I done judo when I was a kid. So more like combat -y kind of things and don't think I learned how to do like proper makeup until like 22 it's just I was just wearing hoodies this type of deal you know um <laughs> but just shiny things there's something about it <laughs> sounds real corny um but since I'm Michelle Green and my like shoot last name is also means money um right. so my first green gear was then green and um gold but the one that i currently have which i love um is blue and gold 
and now I'm not like my friends tease me like, oh, are you Michelle Blue now? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, nope, <laughs> still the same girl. Um, but yeah, I've just always really loved Blue, and I went about it. I did actually like a two-page briefing of like things I liked and cuts I liked, and then I worked together with the designer to create um, like a, a gear that suited what I wanted and my body type. And I've been ever since bedazzling. It's actually like right over there, my gear. Um, it's actually clean up. So it's like, can you see? Yeah, it's yes. right there. Cause yes. I just recently uh, washed it, but I want to do some more bedazzling. Oh, and um, yeah, I've spent a lot of times putting some rhinestones on things, but I feel like that's also a rite of passage when you're gluing on rhinestones and you know, yeah, this is wrestling. Yep, <laughs> um, yep rhinestones. So, the big one yes. it's a big one for wrestling gear um i love it i love your gear so thank you very much. can't wait to see what new stuff you add to it <laughs> yes um i do have a next one in mind i think it's gonna be actually exclusive uh red and gold <laughs> Ooh, i can't wait that's excellent um yeah i just i think it's a lovely combination you could relate to red to passion to love Switzerland, um, to Wonder Woman, which uh, I love also Gal Gadot in that yes. Wonder Woman movie. So, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. I'm going to pass it back to Trey. All right. So, Michelle uh, Red, I mean, that's her next gear. So, we're going to cut now Michelle Green. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's talk about some of these matches out here. So, okay. <laughs> I knew who Michelle Green was. I didn't know her like that, but I knew her name. Um, mm -hmm. And then you was having a match with Jazzy Yang. Yeah. And <laughs> I posted an Instagram story. I don't know why I found it funny. She just said, oh, you speak five languages. And she just started speaking like she did like two or three languages and mm -hmm. then some sign language. And I was like, now that was hilarious. And Michelle replied back to me like, ha ha, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So when you speak these five languages, is there any way you try to incorporate that in your, into your matches or into the promos that you do with people? Um, I do usually incorporate it in some way in the promos. Of course, I want to keep it entertaining and everybody on their toes, including my opponents. Um, during the matches, um, yeah, I definitely argue with them in all languages. <laughs> um, but it also fires me up, like, so I'll be like, uh, one more, I'll be like, una mas, una mas, and be like, oh, let's go. Um, <laughs> we have like the, our tennis ace, like the number one tennis player for a long time was Roger Federer. And whenever he would like score an important point instead of come on, he would say, Jovetsa. So that's also somebody, something that I incorporate. And, um, yeah, the match against uh, Jazzy, I thoroughly enjoyed. It was like a crowd of 300 and they were red hot. Um, we promoted the video in like, uh, I did two promos and she did one. <laughs> um, so it was a great back and forth and uh, definitely hope to run it back with uh, Jazzy too. She's very talented and um, yes, can't wait to see where this journey takes the both of us. Now, I you, I saw you had a match with Layla Gray. Was that at OVW mm -hmm. or 
was it? Yes, it was at OVW. Um, we had it on live TV. And um, yes, it was champion. Yeah, she's the now. champion there right now. <laughs> How's that match with uh, Miss Layla Gray, as she calls herself? Because she just appeared on uh, something that you want to be on U.S. national TV, but <laughs> you were down in Louisville, and that's uh, syndicated in the, in the region. So how was that for you? Oh, um, yeah, I admire Layla. She's doing great strides. Um, we've seen her on AW. We've seen her on WWE. So... I was definitely um, happy to take on the challenge to face her in ring. And um, we match up very closely as well, like in, in our moveset um, and our technicality in the size and the height. So I think it was a very even matchup and um, definitely looking forward to that in the future too. She also speaks Spanish. So um, backstage, we actually usually speak Spanish together. Um, yeah. All right. Michelle, we got about three more questions. Uh, mm -hmm. Should we go to this one yet? Not now. Yeah, we're going to go here. So, Michelle, you know, you say you started watching in 2015. So, I don't yes. know where this is going to go for you. So, I always ask when people. Don't quiz come me. Home, don't quiz me. Uh, the Rock or Stone Cold? Oh, um, let's say The Rock. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that, buddy. Look at that. She didn't even have to think too hard. We're yeah. at 12 to 10. The Rock is coming back, people. I told you. Uh, that's two weeks in a row. We got The Rock out here. So, boom, 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 boom. boom. Well, also for me, um, I've seen like a bunch of his movies. And mm. while I go back in time and educate myself on what has happened, I just relate to his um, persona more. I've just also seen more of it. So um, I was uh, at WrestleMania for both nights. And um, for everybody who grew up with Steve Austin, that was obviously very meaningful. Um, for me, I also really enjoyed the Cody comeback because um, I actually really liked him even back when he was the Stardust character. Um, <laughs> I just, it just, yeah, it just, it just entertained me. And I've actually, I have like a bunch of friends who have um, some like, well, like somewhat related characters to it. And I told them too, to get like gloves because you want to have merch items that are like um, more affordable for people because not everybody um, can or wants to afford a shirt or a cap. So I think it's very thoughtful to have different items. So, yeah. 30 matches in, been wrestling for about three years. If you could wrestle three people, let's see, we'll do fantasy three people, three people on the independent scene. Who would those mm -hmm. three people be? Oh, that's a bunch of people. <laughs> um, well, I'm open to anything. <laughs> um, if the package works out right, I'm happy to go for um, any option. I personally would love to sharing with charlotte flair with thunder rosa um as well as with becky lynch mm. that's a good three right there those are three choices right there wow <laughs> that's three choices right there now if we could, and for the independent scene um i've been meant to face miranda gordy twice before 
So that's definitely something I would love. Um, I used to train with Jasmine uh, Lohr and with Maddie Rankowski. Mm. So I would be very keen to share a ring with them as well. I would love to see that. Yeah. I would love to see that. Jasmine. And as a bonus, of course, Cesaro. If <laughs> we can ever do like Swiss Cesaro. connection for one night, <laughs> that should be fun. <laughs> hey, that would be tight though. They call me the Swiss superwoman on uh, commentary <laughs> for OVW the other night. I'm like, oh, this is we call that guys. <laughs> yeah, that's great right there. Now, last, oh, is this the last question for our last spot? Yeah, I've been asking this to a lot of people. International Swiss sensation. Let's say if you had to pick a movie mm -hmm. and it, it's, it's about your wrestling career, mm -hmm. what movie would you have to describe your wrestling career? What movie or what title? What movie? Oh, that's a good one, too. What, so what movie and then what would you title it? Ooh, I, I mean, you said it. So. Well, it's uh, certainly like an adventure movie. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, I think at this point in wrestling in life, I always am at this point where I know that I shouldn't be surprised at anything, but then it's like something crazy happens and I'm like, yeah, of course, th this happened. And it's just like, th that's wild. But um, yeah, so that's uh, definitely, it's a very adventurous path that I'm on. It's also at this point, um, just is very short planning cycles. So, um, I mean, I know that I'm here till June and what I want to do in summer, but much broader from that, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, ever flowing, ever changing. And <laughs> as for title, um, well, I do think that you have to believe in yourself and follow your passions, but I think overall my motto is more you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So that's definitely what my aim is and what I'm doing. And um, that's all you can do is work on yourself, be better every day and uh, go after those passions. Because as the, we say in Mexico or in Spain is la vida es una sola. There's only one life. Right. And so might as well do. What makes you happy? I actually saw also a Jim Carrey speech the other day about this, and he said, um, there's only one life. So if you think you're going to fail regardless, you might as well fail doing something you like. Something like that. And I was that's like, oh. <laughs> Wait, uh, I think that's my um, pin tweet on, uh, on, I, on, my, uh, <laughs> on my personal page. Um, mm -hmm. You can fail at what you don't want, so you might as well take a chance at doing what you love. Oh, wow, that fits really well. Yes. Yes. Very true. I heard that in 2016 from uh, somebody, or I don't know if we said that in a group of friends, and I, I tweeted that, and I it love it. It's stuck, right? It's yes. beautiful. Yes. It's, very, it's about making things happen. Yeah. It's inspiring. Uh-oh. This is what we got to make Michelle big on the screen for the people. <laughs> Y'all can see her now. Michelle, this is what we call... To put yourself over moment. This is where you let our people know your social media, uh, ways they can support you. Uh, you've got a t-shirt thing store. Uh, I know you're in Switzerland right now, but yes. 
anything you got coming up when you come back to the U.S. or over in Switzerland. I see you got people overseas who watch these sometimes. We just want you to put yourself on. Yes, thank you very much for having me. I'm the international Swiss sensation Michelle Green, and I'd love to have you follow me on social media at I'm Michelle Green on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, because in life it matters about the platform we have and about the lives we affect and that we manage to change also. And the changing path that I'm on is one of a wrestler that is following her goals, that's going all in. And I'd love for you to follow me on that and support me with a follow. Um, you will always find out where I'm performing. And we're going to have a lot of fun together in sharing our passion for wrestling. There it is. Do you uh, have a t-shirt store or anything? That the people yes. Um, I ship worldwide. And um, on my social media, I have a Big Cartel store, which is michellegreen.bigcartel.com. Um, I have signed 8x10s. I just made a dollar bill with my face on it. And um, so that's a very limited um, offer that we have right now, as well as um, yeah, I think those are the main ones right now. <laughs> Michelle was out here yes. printing money. Oh, my goodness. That's cool. It's appropriate because her name is Michelle Green. Is it Green? And Michelle Green is money. That's right. <laughs> Love that. Michelle Green is money. Put that on a shirt. Um, <laughs> I have many shirts idea, but I haven't like pinned down yet what it's going to be. So I know I want to have stickers and shirts eventually, but um, yeah, I have some fun shows coming up over here in Germany. And um, yeah, so that will be coming up. I have about uh, I think five, six shows in the next coming weeks. But I am here because my friend is getting married. So we're also having the hens night tomorrow. And um, then Sweet. also some wedding time that's going to happen. So those are some weekends that obviously I'm not performing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, I knew Michelle, but just hearing her story, and she got me at the part where she said she quit her job in December of 2020 and went after her passion for wrestling. That right there got me. So I'm 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 along with the journey. I'm watching everything going on. Michelle, you got our support here. If there's anything we can do Thank for you, very you much. let us know. I'm gonna um, go write my resignation right now. <laughs> Maddie, don't do that. It's uh before we go, is there any <laughs> last things you uh any last questions for Michelle here? Uh, no, but I just, you know, I wish you the best in your success and I'm going to definitely follow your career and see, you know, how, how your trajectory goes. I hope it just goes true, straight up. So. Probably. I say it's always like a 40, <laughs> 5D roller coaster. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all good. It's all good. Life is like that, too. So, you we know. just got to prepare to stay ready as the, the best we can for any opportunities and uh, any adventures that are upcoming. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Thank and, you, Michelle. Um, have a fantastic afternoon. You have a good afternoon also. And like, I'm Trady, Maddie from Tight Row Squishy. Thank you again. Thank you, Michelle Green, for joining us. And like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too street for the culture. If you love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling.
not here, you missing out. Cause this show. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is.